Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello, leading ladies of Montana Real Estate Podcast listeners. Today, we are going to go back in time to share an interview that we did live at the EXP Montana Summit back in September. It was a wonderful event and we learned so much while we were there. We hope you enjoy it as well. Colleen, we are at the EXP Montana Summit. Yes, here we are again. Fairmont, Montana. We have a Montana local. Yes, we do. I'm so excited about that. Me too. Heidi Lane, she is in Kalispell area. Heidi, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? We were just talking about how you think your name sounds like a stripper name. I I think it sounds like a 70s folk artist. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi Lane. My my, um, actually maiden name was Heidi Close. Oh, okay. Oh, that's more of a stripper. No, that's more of a supermodel. But I actually had to keep like remembering people like they were like close. How do you spell that? And I'm like, uh, no. So I went with Lane. That was my married name. There you go. Yeah. I think it's fabulous. It's very memorable. Yes. I didn't change my name. I was married for 12 years before I changed my name. Wow. uh, I didn't know know that. that. Yes. It was right when I started really taking off in real estate. And I was like, if I don't change it now, I'll never change it. Plus all my friends say I'm very cheap. And it was one of the free Christmas <laughs> gifts I could give to my husband. I'm there not afraid to spend money on go. real estate, but I don't like spending money on other things. Right. I like that. That's a good thing. So yeah, Heidi, how long have you been in real estate? Oh, since uh, about 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yes. What did you do before? I was a stay-at-home mom. Oh, perfect. So, I talk about wow. this. I was a stay-at-home mom for a few years and it was more exhausting, more <laughs> stressful, yeah. more Mm -hmm. all the things than working 60 hours a week in real estate. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Because if I, and I did um, network marketing for like 20 years beforehand, Mm -hmm. very part-time. And so I would have to hide in my closet Mm. with my four kids fighting or yelling or screaming or something like that in order to actually have a phone conversation. Wow. So it's been kind of a nice thing now that my kids are older and I could do this and start my own career to do what I want to do. So she escaped. Yes. I escaped. Yes. You got your freedom back. You're on the road all the time. She's like, I will be working out of the office. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's the beauty of EXP too, is that I don't have to clock in. I don't have to go to an office. I can make my own hours, do what I want. Yep. And also have a social life. And I'm a... I was a social director for a yacht club. Oh, wow. For seven years, I think it was. Great networking. So it was great. I, I used those people. I was a swim team mom. All four oh, of my yeah. kids did swim team. So I think that really helped me be able to talk to people. Yeah. And invite them to events like this. Yeah, absolutely. do whatever I want to do. So were you part of the yacht club and then the swim team based out of Kalispell area? Yes. Okay. So th- for those who don't know, Kalispell has now been been given the, the title, it's taken away from Bozeman, oh. that um, Kalispell is the new booming micro tro- micro-tropolis. 
Mycotropolis? Tropolis? Tropolis? Is it a T or P? I don't know. It's a very fancy name. But it's the new city on the go, like the the smaller city on the go when it comes to growth and and people coming in. So you guys snatch that from Bozeman, take a little pressure off of these Bozeman realtors. Oh, man, Um, it's been crazy. I mean, the craziest last two years. I know. It's been crazy for the last number of years for me. Yeah. 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 Okay. So how, what was your inspiration? What made you get into real estate? Um... So my ex and I um, wanted to flip some homes. Sure. So we did that in Missoula. Mm-hmm. And I just knew a lot of people and I knew that I could do it. And when you're stripped from everything you know mm-hmm. and you don't have a J-O-B. Mm-hmm. Joyless and- occupational bondage. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you, and, and I had to make something of myself. And yeah. I didn't want to work at a... You know, what a know, cool time. Wage, right? Yeah. And that's all I had. Because I mean, think about the uh, the opportunity there. So I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking out for those moms that have decided to stay at home with their kids, have decided to fill that role as a mama and, and a wife and and uh, you know, give to their house, which we we all have a heart for. Like we all understand how amazing that is for our families. But when a woman goes back into the workforce after having not been in the workforce for a large handful of years, you're essentially an entry level employee. But you decided, you're like, no, I'm not going to work for minimum wage. I'm going to go right out there and go snatch myself one of the top earning jobs for women in the United States. I mean, good for you. Yeah, I I came out um, and I luckily had an opportunity to be a um, licensed assistant. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great opportunity. We just had a conversation about that. And that's a great way for people to start to really understand. Exactly. Because you don't have to, you know, make it or break it. No. You just get to do it. There's a, it's amazing to me how many new realtors do not take up on that opportunity because, and people should, and I I know we've said it before, but let's say it again. If you're a new realtor, go be an assistant for somebody who is producing because it's going to give you the opportunity to be able to actually do transactions. Because if you're like a party of one and you're brand new and nobody, like you might get your friend to maybe trust you or your mom or something to maybe trust you while you stumble through your first transaction, but you don't have anybody to help you, anything. And then you're going to get on the other side of it and you're not going to know anything. So get connected with a top realtor that's doing things and work for them. Learn how to do the job. Yeah, exactly. Such a gift. Because otherwise you're just struggling out there. Right. And there's a lot of people now with this market shift that are like going and finding jobs. Yeah. Right? Or second incomes and all that kind of right. thing. And I have been very fortunate to have the opportunity that I had in the start. Right. To know. And I also started with um, title. I worked for Insured Titles for six months prior to that. How much knowledge my transaction coordinator worked for Title. It's so nice. And I tell this all the time. She was also my mom. Oh, Um, nice. And she was a lender (laughs) and owned a bunch of businesses and on and on. But um, the knowledge that I've gotten from her with Title is just, I cannot express enough how beneficial that's been just to get deals done, answer questions, things that every single transaction is different. You learn so many different things. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. cr- it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do my so own. You know everything. Yeah. You've done title. You got it. I can like pull my own listing packet and everything else and everybody's mm-hmm. waiting for it. I'm like, well, no, you got to like look at this. You can do a settlement statement probably in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was been. It's See been what's wrong with it. About, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, that's not right. Uh, yep. Those numbers don't add up. Yep. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've had a great team too. Mm-hmm. So I started out with um, a local company, Builder Creek Realty. Yeah. 
when I was working at uh, Intertitles, sure. they brought me on. I was like, cool, I can do all this. I can sell houses. And my first year, I sold 12 houses. Wow, that's a great first that's year. That's a great first year. And, and when they wow. told me it was four, I was like, oh, shit, I won't be able to pay the bills. Right. But when you have to do it. Right. And you have no other option. No, it's to burn the boats. Yep. It's like, yep. fuck. I'll do this. No Sorry. option mentality. That? Yep. Yeah, Sorry. that's fuck, my fuck. favorite word. That's my favorite word. I was trying to keep it under control, but yeah, uh, not. Like she did it word. first. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have to go balls, nothing. Yeah. And, and so for me, raising four kids, and I'm sure you yeah. guys have kids, you do multitasking, you do your husband's, you know, clothing, you pack, you do all oh, that yeah. stuff, right? So now when I'm in this role and I don't have, I'm my youngest is 17. Oh, okay. And okay. she's a senior. Nice. So you're uh, almost an empty nester. Almost. Oh my. Okay, let's talk about that. How are you going to handle it? Oh, I love it. She's packing <laughs> her bag. She's ready? kicking. She's putting her stuff out on the front porch. <laughs> well, and my boyfriend has a couple of younger ones too. So okay. that'll keep me a little grounded. There you go. But it's given me um, that sense of I can do it all. Yeah. I mean, as women, we can do, we literally, I always joke and say, I'm a mom. I have three arms. And, you know, it's because we literally can carry everything and the baby and be on the phone and be doing all this, like and literally doing our makeup in the be doing our makeup, packing all the groceries in one trip. And like, cause we're badasses. And so you yeah. just took that from your history of being a mom of four and you just applied it right into real estate and you're multitasking and killing yeah. it. Yeah. That's amazing. And I don't need, I, I mean, I probably need somebody to help me, but I also have this, I, I used to be a business owner in Missoula. So I had three kiosks in Missoula coffee stands, and mm -hmm. then I did one drive-through. Mm. I did that for seven, eight years. That's a great business too. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Not as lucrative. No, no, no. No. But I can tell you, I just, I just don't want to have to train anybody else. Yeah. And if that's a counterintuitive or whatever for real estate, I just, I don't want to have to repeat myself mm -hmm. to somebody else. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I just want to kind of do it all. Mm -hmm. Have my fingers on everything. So do you work solely by yourself? I do. And are you doing a lot of transactions then? I am. How are you handling it all? Because that was what changed my business. I went from 13 million in sales to once I, well, my mom's obviously a different type of situation than just hiring some off the street, but then 36 million to 48 to 60. That was all, I mean, part of it was obviously the work I did and what I put into it. But getting her on board and having that support made such a big difference. I think if somebody was already in the business and yeah. wanted to come on board, that'd be different. But I've trained employees. Mm -hmm. I've done that. Yep. It is um, like sometimes beating your head against a wall. Yep. Right. And I don't want to take the time to do that. Yeah. So I mean, I've mean, sold 28 homes in the last couple of years each mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. I can do it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 28 so, homes is, is sustainable. Um, do you want to sell more? I don't know. Yeah. That's the question. Right. Cause like, I do mean, I? what I, I couldn't do it without my, cause I did 95 last year. Nice. Yeah. Which is, that's awesome. thank you. And my goal was a hundred. What a slacker. I know. I know. What a slacker. But I couldn't do it without my team. And I think this year has been way more of a processing year for me. It's like, okay, what do I really need to, need to do? Is it just about the ego of like just getting stuff done and being a top agent? And so if you're completely content with that, that's fantastic. And that's a great living. 
28 homes is fantastic. But it, it, I would like to sell more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Do I want to let go of that control? So we talk I about that, that a lot. You yeah. have the control and they're not going to do it the same way as you. They're not going to be as good as you in some ways. They might be better in other ways. I think that's the biggest step to take is to get somebody else on your team if yeah. you decided to go that way. But I know so many great agents that have consistently done, you know, 20 million a year for how many years and doing it totally by themselves. <laughs> So one of the biggest things about hiring an assistant that can be a real hurdle for people is people are like, well, what are they going to do for me? And a really great way to just, even just, you, you don't have to commit to having an assistant at this point, obviously, by any means, we're, we're very excited about teams, so uh, we can't help ourselves. But yeah. <laughs> take all the things that you do in a transaction, literally from what you do before just the phone rings. This yeah. is your voices in my head all the time because I've heard you yeah. say this before. I didn't know what you're going to say. Say it. Yeah. But it's, I constantly am saying it in my head. So yes. go, go. Yeah. Okay. So you take everything that you do in a transaction and it's from before the phone rings all the way post-closing to taking care of your clients as you are there, like your post-closing things that you're doing, bringing them into your circle. So you take all of those things. Now, of all of those things, you're going to circle everything that happens after the contract. So after the contract is fully executed and you're going to move all of those things into another column. Now, everything that is left, everything that is before the contract, that's your job. Everything that's after the contract, that is the job description of your new hire. That's a good yes. point. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, is that our highest and best use as salespeople, Alicia's this highest and best highest use, best use. highest and my... best use is, is sales, 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 making the, making the phone ring, making sure that you're getting your clients. Because we talk about like baiting the hook. We have clients that are like nibbling on the hook. Now we need to get them absolutely hooked on us. And the only way that they're going to do that most of the time is with a connection with us because we're the, we're the rainmakers, right? But once we have them on the hook and we got them signed and everything's good to go, or for me, I have their interest rate locked in. They're good to go. They're ready to move forward. We've sold them. Now I package them up and hand them to my team and my team just it's like wet ice on wet ice. And my job is to go get another one. No, so, that's great. Yeah. Well, so I, mean, I appreciate that. Because yeah. I'm not trying to give unsolicited advice. No, advice. No, yeah. I like it because I'm at that point. I'm kind of right, like, right oh. at that breaking point. Right. And that was my biggest fear too. It's like, okay, so I, I paid my mom um, a lot, a really big percentage. <laughs> also, she's my mom and I want to do that. And I was so nervous. I was like, okay, right. I'm finally doing really well. I'm finally making a difference for my family. Right. And is it worth it to pay $150,000, $250,000 a year to this? And I, I pay my... Right pay her way more than most transaction coordinators. Right, right. Nice. She's but if I look at the difference between when she started and where I am now, it's double, like put another zero behind it. Right. But it is super hard because yeah. I actually was going through my filing cabinet. I've gone through 18 people, 18 people that I have, that I have brought on, that I have invested into, bought equipment for, paid money to, trained give my heart to and only to have them leave for whatever reason, whether I canned them uh, or they quit or we had to lay them off or whatever it is. There's 18 people. That's like 18 heartbreaks for me. So I understand what you mean when it comes to it feels easier to just not train people or not get involved because it's just so much easier just to count on yourself. But at some point, there's a limiting factor that you can't grow. And now it is fabulous to close 28, 30 units a month or a year and just, and just call it a love story. And you're like, I'm not giving anything to anybody. I'm controlling the whole thing. And that's a career right there. That's a great spot to be in. But if you want to go any bigger. Yeah. To go bigger. I know. Have to dole it out. I knew right. And really process yeah. what you want. Yeah. That's the thing. And I think that is a struggle for a lot of people. It is. There. It's a big deal. You're like, oh, 
Because yeah. nobody does it as good as we do, right? Yeah. That's how we feel. It's just like my coffee stands. Yeah. So I would get $45, $50 a day in tips. Yeah. Wow. And when I had clients or my employees and they would get nothing and I get calls from my clients. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you're not open, you do it right. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Well, you know, we got to go through a lot of people. It's like dating, right? Like you got to go through a lot of people before you're going to find the right one. And that's, that's a hard thing because there is an emotional process that goes to through the whole thing. And no matter how we try to be like, not going to wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm not going to make it. It's not going to bother me. It just does. Right. It does. Yeah, we're and human. we carry it right. for a long time. When my mom retires, which I'm never going to allow her to do. Oh, no. I'm going to like handcuffs in the office. Not allowed to leave. <laughs> That'll be but, the day you quit. But oh, Yeah, probably. <laughs> but my dad's retired. So there's a good anyway. Um, she's always saying and the fact that you have the title experience, you might not need this as much as some other agents. Um, but to hire a title person, title people make nothing. I, they yeah. make nothing. And what nothing. they do is so impressive what they do. They're so and how overworked they get it done. and underpaid. Yes. Yeah. Hire a title person. Yeah. yeah. If you are looking for a transaction coordinator, find someone entitled. Detailed. Detail oriented. Not salespeople. It. Not salespeople. Right. Yep. yep. They're not going to try to take your job. Exactly. You're not going to train your competition. No. Yep. Nope. And Fair my mom not. already has her replacement. I'm like, stop thinking about that. She already <laughs> she has. She does not. She does. She knows someone entitled. She's like, you're going to chain her leg to the deck. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Heidi, what do you well, think of this market? I think it's changing. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to dip a little bit. A little bit more. Slow down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's, I'm an optimist at right. heart. So I think things are going to happen and, and I, go up. I think the good agents, someone like you and people who are doing transactions, it's only going to, I mean, it sounds awful, and but I think it's only going to help us, the down market. I yeah, don't think yeah. it's going to hurt us. Well, remembering too, if you're filling your time right now with the things that are like relationship building things and building your business, making sure that you're super connected to your clients, make sure you're super connected to people that help you grow your business. On the other side, when the market does start ticking, you're going to explode. It's going to be exponential growth, not linear, exponential growth. And so many people right now are sitting on their hands or how many realtors right now are going on like two month long vacations or like, I'll call you in the spring or something. I'm like, and and the ones who don't call. Oh, that's the thing. I can't tell you how many people who called me and like, you're the fourth realtor that I've called. You're just the first. Everybody's on vacation forever, like for the whole year. So, but I mean, those that have continued to invest in their business, even through harder times are the ones that have an explosive business on the other side. So I believe that we've been through downturn. We've done this before. We've seen this before. It was way worse before. Um, We just need to just keep going, keep doing the activities and staying consistent. So, okay. Talk to us about how you've managed kids and managing businesses, transitioning into real estate. How did you handle all that? You just do it. Because you don't have a choice, right? right? So you don't have a choice to sit on your hands and like wait for something to happen. Right. You just got to do it. Right. And if you're, you know, if you sit back and wait for it, it's never going to happen. No, there's entirely too much feeling going on with people. Yeah. You just need to do the activities. Analysis by analysis does not work. Mm -hmm. And I have family members, my boyfriend's family, my family, everybody else is like, oh, well, you got to get out of real estate because it's going to go downturn. Uh, No. And I'm like, no. No, no, no. And even when I started, I think there was 1,800 in the um, northwestern region. Yeah, it says like 15 or 16. Yep. And now there's 2,500 or something Whoa. Wow. And they are they, kicking your butt. Well, because they, you know, they sold their uncle's house. 
right? Yeah. And now they're sitting on their thumbs waiting for yeah. something else because yeah. they don't any, know anything else. No, there's going to be a cleansing and there's going to be, yeah. there's going to be a reckoning, uh, <laughs> all like the that. things. There is because, you know, there's simply just not enough to go around. But those of us who will ride it out, that will stick on through, through the kind of stormy part that it is right now, it's just a numbers game. There's just going to yeah. be, those are going to be allocated to the people that are left. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned oh. your boyfriend a couple of times. Talk yeah. to me. Boyfriend. What's, tell oh. me the juice. Give me the, the He's exciting. a great guy. What's he do? For five and a half years now. Oh, wow. He's a, he's a pharmacist. I thought she was going to say he was a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, want, I don't want to share that. No, no, no. That doesn't work for me either. <laughs> So he's a nine to five. He's salaried. You know, he nice. doesn't get this whole, you know, we're all, you know. How does he handle right. it? Because um, like I was just talking about my husband on the last pos- podcast. But one thing I've just been shocked with how great he's done is I'll have to leave, pick up the phone. I have to maybe leave at seven o'clock or six o'clock at night. I'm gone on weekends. How does he handle that part of the job? He's all fine as long as Papa gets a new boat. There you go. <laughs> I know. But yeah, my husband's pretty pumped about first class yeah. tickets everywhere. He's like, so. yeah, yeah, you do that. That's yeah. fine. He does give me a little shit sometimes because he's like, oh, well, you're always working. Why yeah. do I even have to come over there? Right, right. I'm like, well, well this is how, because we, we manage working and, and living and we do and, it all at the same time. And we can time. flip it a switch. That's what yeah. like, um, I think, I'm just going to generalize women can yeah. do better. Well, we can turns just work out, and then turn off. Yeah. I can only speak from a female point of view. Right. That, I like that. I, mean, I like that when you say that. That's all I got. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, that's good, Pauline. I like that. Okay. So you have four kids. So I'm assuming was the dad involved, husband married. Yeah. I Talk was to me married about for that. 25 years. 25 years. And uh, he um, went through a, I guess, midlife crisis, you'd say, and had a affair and uh, the whole thing. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, that happens. Oh, it happens. That and, happens. And it was devastating at the time. Yep. But I am um, actually thankful for mm-hmm. what happened because had I stayed in that marriage and stayed with that whole persona, right? I would have never been a real estate agent, never found that freedom and never been able to make the time and the career that I have now. Right. If that makes sense. Did you try to make it work or were you done immediately? when you found I tried out? to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. How I, long did you stay after you found out? I would have cut oh. a bitch. Oh, yeah, you would kill him. I would have cut a bitch. And, and you, he, your yeah. husband probably wouldn't no. have a penis anymore. Nope. nope. I would have liked to be you. But I, I pulled hair and punched him. He was like face. that hopeless romantic. No, no, um, not me. I, I, st- <laughs> I still want to be you, Colleen. So. <laughs> okay, so you. Uh, I went back and forth for about 10 times. Okay. And it wasn't until I got thrown in jail for a PMFA. What does that mean? Partner, family member assault. I didn't know it until the oh, night man. I was in jail. Right. I, okay. I, you are a bigger badass than I. Yeah. No, you're I talking about. I didn't, I didn't beat up anybody or whatever. My ex-husband played a good game oh. in a divorce situation. Oh, I'm sorry. And so I didn't have my kids. Yeah. I saw him for, let's see, every other weekend. Oh my God. And Tuesday nights for four hours. How old were they For two and a half years. Oh. Um, my daughters were 11 and uh, 12. Wow. My two youngest. Yeah. So out of that, you know, we went through counseling, the whole thing. And the counselor was like, you know what? You're not going to get your kids back right now, you know, because my ex played a good game. Wow. But she said, take this time for you. And that's when I decided to do real estate. Wow. And then I didn't have my kids, right? And now they're with me all the time. Talk about overcoming adversity. 
This is so, such a beautiful story. You just have mm-hmm. to do you. It's, you know, the people that are going to be the the winners are going to be the ones who can get punched in the face over and over and over again and keep coming up. Yeah. Like, and we kind of joke about it. It's like one of those whack-a-mole things or <laughs> like a weeble that doesn't wobble or fall down, <laughs> you know, like, or just, you just keep coming and you just keep coming. And it's, it, there's so much truth to that. Like we just keep coming with a brave face, no and matter what. Reinvented yourself and are successful amazing. and that's yeah. really, really inspiring. So it's kind of fun now because my my oldest is 27. Okay. She lives in Kalispell with me. Mm-hmm. She works at the lodge. She's a server. Yeah. And then my son's in the Navy. He's nice. in Point Lagoo, California. Mm-hmm. And he has fun. He's doing the fly boy shit and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> he's always having fun. And then my two youngest, my uh, 19-year-old now, she went to college at, mm-hmm. um, in Great Falls, yeah. University of Providence and a running scholarship. Wow. My youngest is with me now and she's soon to be 18 in February. Wow. So it's kind of fun to have them see their mom in this role too. Yeah. And to reinvent yourself and create something that's beautiful and inspiring. You are a huge inspiration to them. That's yeah. really, really neat. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. It reminds me of like a butterfly, Oh. you know, like a... Bad. Like, yeah, you know, you, you start off like her life. She started off kind of, uh, I'm going to totally screw up the life cycles. Her <laughs> caterpillar, caterpillar doing life, doing things, but then goes into this place of, of reform and then comes out of a butterfly. And you are yeah. beautiful, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, Usually I mentioned that earlier. You're beautiful. I mean, on the outside and on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was wonderful having you, Heidi. Um, Thank you so much. We're excited for your guys' growth and the Flathead. And uh, if you haven't been to Flathead Lake, you are totally a square. You should get your ass up there. It is so It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing to me how many Bozeman people literally just are popping back and forth over oh, there yeah. all the I time. I have quite a few clients that Yeah, have I mean, they're constantly rentals. going. Um, well, you have so, Whitefish Mountain, too. Yeah, well, there's, there's that, too. Whitefish um, Lake. Yeah. Lake. yeah. I love Big Fork. I love Big Fork. Yeah, Big Fork's cool. I like the yeah, secret places where not everybody knows. So shh. <laughs> so shh. That's why I'm not going to say where my cabin is. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Thanks so much, Heidi. It was wonderful Thank getting to guys. know you today. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, Swift. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.